Welcome to Pacific SITREP this Friday evening. My co-host, John Mills, Colonel John Mills, and I will be with you in a second for the show. Uh, but first, I want to bring you a quick word from our sponsor. Uh, times are hard out there, and uh, people don't like buying uh, new furniture. It's very expensive. Go to MyPillow.com and check out the mattress toppers. I have uh, lower back issues. I got, was rattling around in a helicopter in armored seats for years, and it kind of destroyed my lower back. But, um, you know, there are ways to fix old beds, and one of them is a mattress topper by Mike Lindell. So go to MyPillow.com, check out his mattress topper. I literally travel a lot. I sleep all around the world, and I can't wait to get back to this bed. It's so comfortable. I bought one for my mom. She loves it. Uh, even some of my other families uh, who are – one is in the military, bought one for his, uh, for his uh, you know, barracks or whatever. So – Anyway, if they're very comfortable, check it out. Mattress toppers at MyPillow.com. Check out all his other products. Use promo code CDM for the best discounts. I think you get 50% on the mattress toppers right now. It's a great deal and a great way to rejuvenate an old bed. And with that, let's get to our show with Colonel John Mills on Pacific Sit Rep. Use promo code CDM for the best discount. Welcome back to Pacific Sit Rep. It's been a difficult week for many. Uh, we are here and we're going to talk about the Middle East tonight and also Chinese influence in the region. I've got with me my co-host, uh, Colonel John Mills. Welcome back, sir. Well, thank you, Todd. Good morning. So uh, I thought maybe you could give an overview of how they did the attack in the southern part of Israel, Gaza, from Gaza, etc. Yeah, this is very reminiscent of the 1973 Yom Kippur War. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, there's there's been some questions about Mossad, American intelligence, and we can get to that in a, in a little bit. But I think up front, uh, Hamas, a designated terrorist group, essentially conducted uh, a very effective, what, what we uh, in American military terms would call a very effective operational security to hide their intent over the last six months to a year in many ways, lulling the Israelis that uh, it was almost like Northern Ireland that uh, mm -hmm. Hamas, Hamas was not interested in fighting uh, anymore. But this was all about disrupting the burgeoning Saudi UAE, United Arab Emirate peace talks with Israel. And I would say the Chinese communist fingerprints are all over this because mm. Hamas, just follow the money. Hamas is a proxy of Iran. Iran is a proxy of China. Right. And 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 I've, I've had a number of people go, what do you mean Iran is a proxy of China? I said, please stay up to date. Stay with me, please. <laughs> it is, uh, there is a massive Chinese footprint inside of Iran. Iran is a core client state of China, just like Russia, just like Venezuela, just like North Korea. This is the axis of evil. And uh, so uh, I well, think Iran, Iran is supplying Hezbollah and China is or Iran is also supplying oil to China in, in large amounts to get around the sanctions, et cetera. Oh, absolutely. And there is yeah. an oil oil pipeline. I was just talking with Dave Walsh, uh, who really mm -hmm. knows energy. And uh, it's all about the pipeline that pipelines that are being run from Iran across Afghanistan, 
uh, and some straight into China because mm -hmm. Afghanistan, Afghanistan does share a small border with China uh, and also into Pakistan, but going north into China. Uh, China needs energy to survive. 50% they have to import and most right. of that 50% goes through the tiny Straits of Malacca uh, by Singapore, mm -hmm. which can very easily be shut down in any time of international tensions or conflict, very easily shut down. So this uh, 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 China earlier this year cut a deal supposedly uh, to broker talks between Iran and Saudi Arabia. I thought that was very confusing. I've been in the room with uh, uh, on a number of occasions with the Saudis and Israel and UAE and other Arab states. They work very well with Israel. The mm -hmm. enemy is Iran, mm -hmm. the mortal enemy of both the Arab states and Israel is Iran. Iran, once it gets its uh, hands and it may uh, it may very likely have it uh, on nuclear weapons they will deploy against Saudi Arabia uh, uh, and Israel. This is a very mortal situation. So China supposedly brokered these talks. I said, I don't think this is going to go anywhere. But at the same time, the Saudis and MBS, their leader, uh, Mohammed bin Sultan, I mean, he's, he's very cagey. He's putting Saudi Arabia first, as all countries should put their own countries first. Sure, sure. And he's playing both sides here. He's trying to get the best deal out of both sides. So he, because of the Biden team incompetence, uh, is pl playing up to China. But at the same time, he's going back to the Biden team and say, please guarantee our security. We will sign with I Israel, but guarantee our security against Iran. Now we got Rob Rob Malley, who uh, is Biden's chief Iran negotiator, who is on the bench, unpaid, under investigation, security, security clearance, clearance. Pull, yeah, right. Pull. Because why? He clearly was a uh, he was in bed, and that might be literally with Iran. So. <laughs> All of this is very important to understand what just happened in Israel. So Hamas for a, six months to a year has given the signals they were not interested in fighting. However, they went low tech, stayed off the internet, stayed off their cell phones, cached immense amounts of arms and ammunition, much of which probably came from one of three sources. The released monies from uh, the released frozen monies from the Biden team, and may, which may include the most recent tranche of $6 billion. Uh, our, our, our immense arms uh, and ammunition we left behind in Afghanistan, abandoned in the shameful right. debacle of the departure from Afghanistan, and very likely arms and ammunition to Ukraine. Right, right. All right? Well, I think that's so, been proven that we are Ukrainian or the American arms from Ukraine were there. Yeah. 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 And this is this is uh this is Obama's fast and furious on mega steroids, very deadly. And Definitely. it's coming this is a model, uh this is a model for what's happening is in progress in America, the place right. where little little green men, uh international terrorists and Chinese paramilitaries. So the Pez Hamas did a great job. Uh, I don't mean to compliment them, but they, they clearly did a, a very effective job of, of operational security, lulling the Israelis into complacency. Saturday morning uh, on the 7th of October, starting around 
a.m. local time, massive, massive um, rocket barrages. And it was it was from the, the Gaza Strip, but also from the West Bank, also from the north. The Iron Dome, which is essentially a shooting AI system, is very effective. It learns well, but it can be overwhelmed. In many ways, it was overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. What has not been seen before was this massive rocket barrage. If you do the numerics, this was the largest, the most amount of ordnance fired in the shortest amount of time uh, uh, in, in, in the last 20 years in, in Israel. The... Uh, it was used as a cover for a ground assault at, at least 15 breach points in the uh, perimeter of the Gaza Strip, at least mm-hmm. 15. So they pre-planned, they pre-cut. So this was, uh, was just in the Ukrainian offensive uh, over the summer and fall, uh, a lot of problems with engineering breaching, not enough engineering units, equipment to breach mm-hmm. the breach the uh, prepared defensive lines. Yeah. Yes. Well, they they did a very effective job of pre-breaching the, uh, the, the wall and the barriers. And so when they, under the cover of the artillery barrage, they came through and the Israelis, there was a critical two-hour period when they didn't, the standard guidance was to shelter in place. Unfortunately, this time left a lot of civilians uh, um, unguarded in their uh, uh, enclave, uh, enclaves and kibbutzes. Yeah. Um, so, so this horrible tragedy as, as at least 15 breach points, they, they fanned out on foot. Uh, uh, it's it's a Stardot, uh, Stardot uh, in the- Stardot, yes. Stardot, Stardot, yeah. thank you in the top right corner that's a four minute jog i mean you, you start to hit some of the houses uh, in less than four minute jog yeah, it's from, very close from, yeah uh at Raim, uh which is where the the music festival was at but also that's that's the gaza strip district headquarters for the israeli defense forces and they actually assaulted the headquarters mm-hmm. so this is very targeted very prepared very rehearsed uh but what is the end state what is the end state so they, they did this horrifying violence, killed a lot of innocent people. We now have well over 100 hostages, including a dozen or uh, two dozen American nationals back inside the heavily tunneled Gaza Strip. What was the end state? The end state, Hamas is a thuggish, uh, demonic terrorist group. They just wanted to yeah, kill I think it's actually Mexico. harmed their, their, uh, their PR image globally. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, they, they're, they're only walk of, away from it. You can't look away, yeah. you know? No, they just, they're, they, they use, and we have to distinguish between the Palestinians and Hamas and the terrorist group. Mm-hmm. They are two separate groups. There's a lot of Palestinians who live under the oppression of the, 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 the Hamas is a terrorist group, which controls the 2.2 million in the, uh, yeah. in the that, West That Bank. was General Vallely's point that, that the young Palestinians need to be freed from this terror network. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, so Hamas rules the Gaza Strip, uh, the Gaza Strip area. Um, um, and uh, Hezbollah also has, uh, you know, uh, in, in the West and the North also has Iranian connections. But Hamas is just a sheer terrorist group. No, no more complicated than that. China, what gave, did China give the code red? I would say yes. Mm-hmm. Why? They want to be the arsonist in chief. 
to disrupt because they don't want, they just cut a deal with between doing a peace deal between Saudi Arabia and Iran. I said, that's not going to go anywhere. And uh, so, so they assigned that nothing's happened. And then Saudi comes back our direction and says, Hey, guarantee our peace, uh, guarantee our security. And we'll sign this deal. Well, China can't have that happen. So, uh, you know, this was the arsonist in chief China causing uh this this we're we're in fifth generation warfare right now yes this let me ask you this um i i frankly i i've spent a lot of times down in steroid in the whole region and in fact i want to play a short clip here in a second um but to me the 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 uh the, the the narrative that israel just was caught off guard i don't buy it i i i really don't in, in fact, let me play this. I was down in Sturo in 2014 in the Gaza war and got rocketed. This is about a minute and a half, but anyway, here we go. I was on top of a yeshiva looking at Gaza and Sturo, and the Iron Dome started going off. We're going to see here next that this is a civilian area, and there, these these Katusha rockets are not guided. And they, this village itself took 2,500 rockets a year. And this is the impact point. You can see the shrapnel in all the houses here in a second. So this, you know, exploded hot metal all, all over this woman's backyard with her kids running around. So the reason I play that is this is an area that is, this was 2014. So this has been going on for a long time. This area is very prepared. It's a civilian. I mean, there's, as you mentioned, military outposts all along this border. I find it really hard to believe that this was, that they allowed themselves to be lulled into something. What do you think? Yeah, I, this is a standard in the psychology of conflict. You can only be on alert for so for so long until you you grow complacent. And yeah. there's although continuous rocket firing over the years and decades, uh, never has such an organized ground assault been used under the cover of an artillery. This is essentially uh, artillery preparation uh, mm-hmm. of assault on an objective. That's what this was, and so I think that's the critical difference was mm-hmm. um, it. Uh, there was never been yet. Yes. Uh, uh, terrorists have come across the border in small groups, but not at 15 breach points with hundreds, possibly thousands coming across the border. So they've never, they've never sallied forth like that before. And, you know, I do wonder how did they pre-prepare these breach points? Uh, mm-hmm. Cause they clearly pre-cut the fences in a number of locations. That is 
baffling. Now, how did they did get they away with that? Did they do that, like actually pre-cut them or just have dozers in place to knock them down? Or Well, I saw all, all of the above. I saw heavy okay. heavy ex ex excavating equipment both knock down and also lift up, mm. uh, lift up what looked like pre-cut sections of the fence. And you can't, I mean, I've cut through fences before, but you know, mm -hmm. this is, this is like very heavy. You're not going to walk up with a pair of uh, wire snips and just right. cut through this fence. I mean, this is pretty heavy duty stuff. So it's like, uh, you know, yeah. Well, welding equipment or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're literally, literally needing a settling short tor torch. Mm -hmm. So I, that I can't believe how did they get away with that? But again, uh, Hey, these are, I, I don't mean to equate the Palestinians with, with, uh, prisoners implying mm -hmm. that the that the israelis are the oppressors i'm not in any way implying that but people are very smart in lockups and they it's amazing how they can create uh shivs how they can sneak stuff in and out it's amazing it's mm -hmm. it's just that the, the, the psychology of those those environments people are always going to be able to sneak things in and out because they're just the devious mind is always going to figure a way to infiltrate, exfiltrate. Well, they've done that for years with equipment that, you know, was supposed to be built for use for houses. Concrete was turned into tunnels, you know, water pipes turned into missiles. I mean, yeah, they're very, very efficient at that. Oh, yeah. So, so here's, yeah, on, on the intelligence failure here. And remember in Ukraine, the American intelligence community was wearing its arm out, patting themselves on the back that they predicted an invasion. But I would say, well, the problem with intelligence is it's not just information, it's information for action. They didn't do anything about the three, four months of the Russians are going to invade Ukraine. Mm -hmm. So the failure was they said an invasion was going to take place. It was going to be over in 72 hours. I'd say they almost they almost encouraged the whole yeah. event. Well, they wanted it, I think. Yeah, I think they had. I mean, but same yeah. thing. But But similar here is uh there was an intelligence failure and it wasn't and it's i think it's intel community directive 204 gives and if you want to geek out on uh intel community policy go read icd 204 on the on the director of national intelligence website it's all about the intelligence priority stack and how it's created and how it's maintained i think the the operative question for the american side of the house and the the house and senate intel committee needed to demand this immediately what was the intelligence priority stack yeah. on Thursday? What did it say? Because you literally have a priorities list uh, for because we have we spend 80 billion a year, but we don't have endless Intel resources. You apportion that against the priority stack and there's a cut line. Mm -hmm. Did the Biden Obama team say all things Hamas and Israel are below the cut line? This so is, nobody would be looking essentially yeah 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 i'd say and i've literally been in situations where the printers are spewing out ginormous amounts of collected raw intelligence and people are literally including myself walking on top of it to get to the workstation to look what is above the cut line mm -hmm. but you right. know so we we may have actually collected upon this but nobody was you know and i'm just i'm just I'm just giving benefit of the doubt that it was not devious. Just nobody had the time to look at it because it well, it's very similar to what Bill Benny talks about in 9-11 when they had, you know, massive reams of intelligence and was ignored. Yeah. 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 And this is the problem. And this is the difference between Mossad, who I say is one of the best, if not the best. They're excellent when they focus. Mm -hmm. They do not have great bandwidth. So 
they can be overwhelmed because if they're not look, if they're, if when they focus, they're the best. Yeah. We, we're the opposite. We have great bandwidth. We're horrible at focusing because of politicalization, because of weaponization, because of wokeness, because we, we collect ginormous amounts and a lot of it goes straight into the trash. All by intention, in my opinion, the, 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 the lack of focus over the last several years. I, you know, the consequences are we're in another war. You know, the, Ukraine is looking to, to, you know, wind down. And now you've literally got the media and the neocon establishment pushing for war with Iran. I mean, it's, it's fascinating to watch if it wasn't so, you know, disturbing, in my opinion. Uh, but they are, they're getting what they wanted. So the, this is why I wonder if this was just overlooked or whatever. Yeah, I uh, I think there was deviousness involved uh, mm. in that uh, the Obama-Biden team. I remember when I was in office in 2015, mm. I was not read onto the program, but clearly the Obama team was obsessed with making sure Netanyahu didn't, didn't win. So we were spending our taxpayers' money, my money, your money, to uh, uh, interfere in the elections of Israel. Okay. Yeah. So they, they despise all things Netanyahu. Now, I know there's some issues with Netanyahu and his dalliance with the Chinese and the jab and things like that. Okay. Yes. But, yes. but, but he's, he's the Obama Biden team has a disdain for Netanyahu. Yeah, they definitely went after him election integrity wise. Definitely. Oh yeah. So, so what the, what are we using our intelligence community for election interference in a strategic partners elections? It's wrong. Absolutely wrong. I frankly think that the, the situation we're in, I think you're exactly right that they're planting a lot of the same, very similar terrorist cells. And so now we're in a race of time. Uh, we have the election coming up. Uh, do we get, you know, decent leadership in good leadership in the White House that can protect the nation and deal with this emerging threat? Or does the Obama threat win the day down the road when they do launch a lot of this? I think uh, we're in a very you know, knife edge situation in my, in my view, I think they, they are blowing up their own narrative, but they feel that they, by out it, by taking the mask off, uh, BLM, you know, Hamas, Iran, uh, all the supporters, uh, the, the, the people that are pushing for warfare, but, uh, but they also think that they can destroy us before we act. This, this is my, or at least damage us, you know, existentially. Yeah, the, the little what's happening over there is already in place over here. The little green man, and we have to figure out a way uh, to uh, that's what uh, uh, Congress has to demand authorization mm -hmm. of mil used to military force to take out the the, uh, the Chinese cells in northern Mexico, mm -hmm. uh, make make an example out of just one one of those cells. And it's mm -hmm. going to those Chinese are going to run for the airport in Mexico City. So, but they're, they're already on the ground here and yes. a, a yes. lot of it. And I take some grief on some shows because, because they're very involved in legal and illegal cannabis production. Mm -hmm. I don't even, I don't even understand this. I I'm totally against this and a libertarians. Go I agree. Sure. I mean, it's, it's just, uh, you know, it's just destroying minds. It's what's the word, um, degenerate in my opinion. Yeah, it is, it is. And the libertarians really need to think this through. This is yeah. not. This is not pot from the 80s, okay? This is intended. This is this is hyped up, oftentimes hidden with right. fentanyl. Yeah, and, and it is it is 
destroying the, the psychological effects and the mental health issues. They do not address this. In the, yeah, so you wonder why there's so many people on the streets and the cities and the cities smell like ganja. I mean, it, there's a connection, you know? So yeah. Um, yeah. tell us about your book real quick uh, again. Yeah. yeah, well, thank you so, so much, Todd. Uh, War Against the Deep State war against the deep state. And it's about uh, this, the foundations of the mass surveillance state, which uh, you could thank me. I was one part of the team that set that up in 2007, 2014, but it was a lawful reason to protect Americans from the foreign extremist threat. It's been weaponized against America. And this has been essentially the, 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 the effective capability that has created the, the unlawful fourth, fifth and sixth branches of government, the administrative state, the fusion of federal law enforcement intelligence and big tech and uh, the nonprofits. So, and so the fourth, fifth and sixth branches and how to take them down. So it's, it's all about this. And I have a, a, a we're very close to, to making our federal filing uh, for against uh, unlawful surveillance. Uh, uh, really, it's a party with the uh, Louisiana, Missouri case. So we're going to be filing very, very shortly. So before we leave, I want to plug my own book I just released, Paying the Price, The Untold Story of the Iranian Resistance. The MEK or the Mujahideeni Kalk is the only thing the Iranian regime fears. They fought them for 40 years. They've executed 130,000 of them at last count. Um, but it's, it's a story you need to learn how the U.S. government has actually stopped uh, Iran from being uh, brought to a free point in history by suppressing the MEK. So it's anywhere books are sold. Colonel, thank you very much for your time. Todd, thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Take care.